following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. At the end of the year, they'll be merging with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they'll be stronger together. They can help your business from retirement planning, payroll, audits, tax help, and more. Go to BeanGarter.com to find out about the merger and also how Bean Garter is stronger together with Dorn Mayhew. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan, it's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Here in less than 20 minutes, Chris Ballas will give us the latest on the Connor Stallions. Didn't fill out an expense sheet according to a FOIA Freedom of Information Act request. We're on the eve of the hearing. Netflix presents the hearing. Will Coach James Harbaugh be sentenced to life in prison? Why, you ask, as I stand before the Big Ten Court of Law, why should Harbaugh ever walk free again? We haven't connected him to stealing signs, but you have to ask the question, did he know? And if he knew, he must never coach again. Oh, the injuries that can be caused by sign stealing. Look at all the players who were injured, who played the Astros. Player after player dropping like baseball flies. Oh, the unfair playing field where teams like Michigan State had to say, I don't know if we could even play on Saturday because all ball knows the signs. And I know some of you here on the Big Ten Court of Law will say, well, why did they just change the signs? I'm not here to answer the obvious questions. I'm here to condemn Harbaugh to prison for life. Kind of sounded like somebody from a Harry Potter movie meets Crocodile Dundee with an Australian accent. Ugh. The venom has subsided because Michigan went out and beat Penn State, right? If they would have lost to Penn State, oh my God, can you imagine what this week would have been like? I told you so. Yeah, I'm a spotting fan. I'm on the message board. What's your name? Top spotty dog. Harbaugh at the hearing. Mm. 
Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com will join us. Clayton Safey, Anthony Broom, also from the Wolverine.com team in studio later. We'll talk about the Lions winning in L.A. What about the Bears game, Thanksgiving game, Lomas Brown, each and every week presented by Dorn Mayhew, Josh Garvey, managing shareholder of the Grand Rapids office, will join me in studio. We'll talk Lions. Yeah, and when you're watching the Lions, any game, game days are better with a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery, Blue Raspberry Lemonade and Vodka available at your local bar, pub, restaurant, or store all across Michigan. I'm hearing it's selling out everywhere. Sean Ellis from Grand Rapids writes, huge. Every place I go to, I buy Honolulu Blue. I feel because the Lions are winning, I have to keep drinking Honolulu Blue. Yes, I'm 21 and up. I'm a family guy. I love Honolulu Blue. There you go. If you're 21 and up, you can look for it at Ford Field on Sunday and next Thursday. Every home game, Honolulu Blue. It's kind of like the adult Kool-Aid, right? And you know what? You don't need to have that 10% alcohol to enjoy a Lions game anymore. Maybe a few years ago you did. Maybe for a couple of decades you did. So we'll talk Lions. We'll talk Bears. A little bit on the NFC North. We'll get to the eve of the hearing. Your Honor, I call our first witness, Tony Petiti. No, I'm not making that name up. Mr. Petiti, can you tell me why you suspended James Jackson Harbaugh? Yeah, you know why? I I feel he's cheating. We got a sportsmanship bylaw. Oh, yeah, we don't want to talk about uh, name, image, and likeness money where payers or players are getting paid to pay and play. No, we don't want to talk about that. We're going to talk about Harbaugh. He's a cheater. Is that all you have, Mr. Petiti? Clown show. It is. I'll make a huge prediction for you, the audience. And I'll give you my huge predictions on Michigan State, Indiana. Won't be a win for the Spartans. On Michigan, Maryland, Wolverines will dominate. And on the Lions and the Bears, I like them by double digits. My huge prediction is Tony Petiti will not be the Big Ten president by the time we get to summer. It's Petiti, isn't it? Whatever. Oh, is he going to suspend me for three shows? For sportsmanship violations? He's a clown. It's a clown car right now at the Big Ten. Seriously, it should be at circuses. As David Gregory, our legal advisor, he's also a sports agent, certified NFL PA agent for Bull Rush Sports in Grand Rapids, in studio yesterday said he believes Michigan will win that temporary restraining order. And, and the Big Ten's not going to appeal it. They're not going to keep dragging this through the mud. Matter of fact, it's been pretty quiet, hasn't it? Since Michigan beat Penn State. Because you're going to what? Accuse them of cheating? You're going to accuse them of cheating. 
No, that was flat up butt kicking. That was, we're going to run every single time and you can't stop us. Reminds me of my son Ace's football team. They had their star quarterback leave the team, focus on baseball. Great kid, more power to him. But they had an offensive line that came together, experienced, big, strong, nasty, and powered their way to an eight and three season. Won a playoff game, lost to Grand Rapids South Christian, who's playing Portland for our listeners on the game, 7.30 a.m. Ironically, at eight of Forest Hills Eastern High School in the state D4 semifinals on Saturday. I can't go watch a game. I love Danny Brown, the head coach at Grand Rapids South Christian. I can't go watch a game. Because last time I watched a game there, it was 14-14 with less than three minutes left. And Viss and Vermas and Brown and his team drove the length of the field and on fourth and 10 scored a touchdown with 29 seconds left on a pass from like the FHE 30. And now Grand Rapids South Christian or Portland, who wins that D4 semifinal tomorrow, they're going to Ford Field. And all I think about is, and I don't talk about this with my son, but all I think about is, oh my God, that could have been us playing Portland. We wouldn't have played it at home, probably would have played at Greenville, Lowell, something like that, right? That could have been us going to Ford Field. Playing who? Harper Woods or Goodrich on the other side? Just getting to Ford Field. I told you the story last year. I took my son Ace, my son Legend, and Nathaniel Nowicki, who was the all-conference starting center, a junior, for eight of Forest Hills Eastern, and we went and watched all the Friday games. And I remember this, and I'll, I'll keep this moment as a snapshot forever. Because Legend's a high school soccer player, so he's looking for concession stands or everything. And he's running around. I told you he was standing next to Dan Rohn because he had a white jacket on. I, I can't find him. Somebody goes, he's, he's across the field, standing next to the head coach of, like, Detroit or Warren De La Salle, right? I'm like, what, what's he doing? I, I'm texting him. And then, the, and then naturally, it's Ford Field. I think it's the metal. You're, you're, you never, your mobile service never works, whether it's 80,000 people in there or 20,000 for the state championship. Finally, he comes over. I go, what are you doing standing by him? He goes, oh, it's kind of cool to be right there. I'm like, be right there. And then we lost him another time, and he said, oh, I found these tunnels that go through the stadium. I'm like, okay, great. That's nice. I'm waiting for Mark Hewell, the executive director of the MHSA, to throw us out. I wanted to get on that jumbotron that Anthony Bellino, who's the in-stadium host and also host of X's and Bros, heard on the Michigan Sports Network, I wanted to get on the video and say, Legend, what do you do? Start yelling at him on the Jumbotron. But there's a moment that I'll take forever that my son Ace, a junior, 6'2", 284, up to 284 now, and he was okay gold all-conference offensive lineman and made the D4 all-region team. Him and Nathaniel Nowicki... West Catholic was at the end of the tunnel, getting ready to come out. And we were just about 15 feet to the right of the tunnel. And I turned and looked to the left. And I remember Ace and 
Big Nate looking right at that team. And I know what they were thinking. I didn't have to ask them. They were thinking, man, that could be us. Right? Well, what if that was us? And then they went and put in the work in the offseason. Mark Ennis, Brian Paulson, and the crew, power strength, their NFL premier workouts, along with Jake Heemstra, a tight end who I think can play at the next level, and Braden Mulcahy, who, again, another guard, great wrestler, high school football player who I believe will play college football, along with Braden Serba and Caden Hines. They just had... They, they really had one of the great high school offensive lines I've ever seen. Teams would put nine, ten in the box. They knew what was coming, and we were still able to power our way to a 7-2 and two regular season and win a playoff game against Ionia and lost on that last second touchdown to Grand Rapids South Christian. And to know that when Grand Rapids South Christian and Portland play at 8 of Forest Hills Eastern on Saturday afternoon, that we were that close. So you ask yourself, when you're that close in life, in anything, it can hit you. It can bring you down for a little bit. But those who rise above it and say, I won't let that happen again, find a way to say, we're going to go to the next level. So Grand Rapids South Christian last year won the D4 state championship, had a phenomenal team. Crushed us like 49-14. This year we lose by three and lose on a last-second touchdown, two of our three losses. Other losses to Grand Rapids Catholic Central, who chances are will be the D5 state champion after an unbelievable four-quarter performance against a highly skilled and coached West Catholic Grand Rapids West Catholic football team. That's our three losses. And it was about the trenches. You know, I've heard Lomas Brown talk about this. That when you have a physical, offensive, and defensive line, they can do damage at any level. And that's why I'm so proud of Ace. I really am. And, he, and because of his junior highlight reel, he's getting interest. Just like Braden Mulcahy, he is getting interest. Nathaniel Nowicki will get interest. Braden Serba, their juniors will get interest. Caden Hines, Jake Heemstra, the tight end with a 36-inch vertical leap at 6'2", 240. And we had quarterbacks who did the best they could. But the journey of that team and the journey of my son and those around him, and as I told Mark Ennis from Power Strength, I just powered my son and these kids to be some of the best offensive linemen in West Michigan, if not the state. Man, that, that, that's what it's about. Yeah, Ford Field would be I think the parents love going to Ford Field more. Uh, the kids do, obviously, but the parents have to deal with a tough loss. And I know I say I'm not going to go Saturday, but chances are I'll be there because I really respect Coach Danny Brown and Grand Rapids South Christian. I've helped them out with their victory days before where they – really allow kids and adults with special needs to feel like they're football players. It's really cool. But I'm so darn proud of my son and that team. Their banquet's on Sunday, and it really is a celebration. 
You could hang your head and say, that could have been us. That could have, oh my God, officials didn't, the ball was over the goal line, they didn't give it to it. Could have been us. But to me, it's the journey. Any sport, any team, any level. Not one play, not one final score. What was that journey like? And I know my son and a massive majority of eight of Forest Hills Eastern kids started that journey in November of 2022, and it ended on a touchdown in the final 30 seconds by Grand Rapids South Christian, the defending D4 state champions. And you know what happened on that following week? He said, I'm ready to go to power strength again. Other players showing up. And you know what they're going to play for all offseason? Is I hope we can get our moment at Ford Field. Like anybody back in the day, whenever you're growing up, long before all the entries into the postseason, it was playoff points, and it was very rare just to make the playoffs. And your dream was playing in the Silver Dome. That's why the MHSAA weekend, which this year the state championship games are on Saturday and Sunday because that Black Friday game between Penn State and Michigan State on NBC, that's going to be a big one. Wow. They've invited both fans who are going to watch it on TV to sit in a luxury skybox and watch it on TV from Ford Field. But I think the process is overlooked at all levels of sports. I don't care if your kids are playing ASO, club, Little League, travel baseball, travel volleyball. I, the process is overlooked. You know, I heard Jeff Risden from Lions Wire, Draft Wire, one of our Lions insiders, he was in studio yesterday, tell me when he took that last trip with his son Lane Risden, who is a college basketball prospect, a senior at Zeeland East High School for our listeners on WHTC on the west side of the state in Ottawa County, that when they made that trip for the final travel basketball tournament of the year, I think it was back in August, that it really sunk into him as they were driving that this is the last time and how much he enjoyed the conversations. Had nothing to do with the games, nothing to do with what Lane put up in terms of rebounds or scores. But it was the process, the journey. And like I said, as a parent of five kids with different sports interests and different sports levels and where they wanted to go and didn't want to play, we miss it more than our children do as parents. So that balance is I don't discuss what could have been with my son. I save that for three until six every day, Monday through Friday. Hey, welcome back to the huge uh, what if show. What if I didn't tell that girl back in 1992, do you know who I am? What if I didn't fire any of those nine producers over two years in Tulsa? What if I wouldn't have banned D'Antonio for life from the huge show? Somebody said last week, like, oh, yeah, man, you're talking about due process for hardball. You just 
put D'Antonio on the X list and said you'll never talk to him again. I said, there's no due process on the huge show. This is a dictatorship. And I'm not talking about tater dots. Uh, I'm just ready for this Harbaugh stuff to end, aren't you? Between the Tucker and the Harbaugh, we've never had the pre-game weak focus on the actual game. Now, by the way, speaking of the game, a week from Friday, I'll be broadcasting live from Ann Arbor at the Soren Eagle Casino tailgate setup. They got a huge tailgate right across in the big house. If you're going down to the game, 9 until noon, uh, you can join us. They'll have giveaways, food, beverages for purchase. I think it's 21 and up. But how about this that I heard from Soren Eagle? They have a pair of tickets for Michigan-Ohio State. How hot is that ticket? So all you have to do is you have to be 21 and up. You will be carded to win the tickets. Can I see your ID? Did you iron that? Is that a fake ID? 21 and up. Just text tailgate to 21,000. Text tailgate. If I have to spell it, I'm not going to go there. Text tailgate to 21,000. You'll then get the kickback message where, hey, you've been entered to win Michigan, a pair of Michigan, Ohio State tickets, and you'll get more info on the Soaring Eagle huge tailgate bash before the game. That is on Saturday, November 25th, right across from the big house. And I'm broadcasting live. Marty's bringing down the RV. The Michigan Sports Network RV. We did that for opening day for the Tigers, and me and Marty spent two nights in the RV in a parking lot in downtown Detroit. Guess what? I'm still here. It's a nice RV. Marty got mad because I took the king-size bedroom, made him sleep on the fold-out bed, even though he's the president of the network, and I partner with him with the huge show in the Michigan Sports Network. So we're watching a pretty cool movie. I forget what it was, right? So I'm laying in the king-size bed, and he hears me munching on some Pringles in a can. He goes, are you eating chips in the bed? I said, no, I'm not. And I was killing a can of Pringles laying right there in the bed. And chances are, if you've ever eaten Pringles in a bed or on a couch, when you're done with the can, it looks like you were shaving a potato right around you. So all of a sudden, the next day, he's cleaning it out. Or when he got the RV back home, he said, hey, my wife found all the crumbs in the bed. I'm like, it wasn't me. He goes, I heard you chewing. I go, do you have a photo or any video or audio? Of me chewing. I will not confirm nor deny that I was eating the chips. So I guess we're going to spend Friday night back in the RV. That would be nice. I think the temperature is supposed to be 25. So hypothermia? Oh, what a great way to celebrate the huge tailgate 
with Soren Eagle at the big house from 9 until noon before the game while they're carting me off like I'm a frozen turkey to the Washington County Morgue Center because I froze at night. I asked Marty, did you book hotels in advance while we put this together late? We'll just stay in the RV. I swear to God, it would be warmer in Antarctica substation. So if you're going down to the game, look for the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort huge tailgate right across from the stadium. And if you're 21 and up and you want to get in on winning a pair of tickets to Ohio State, Michigan, text tailgate to 21,000. Tailgate to 21000. Text that. You'll, you'll be entered your number. You'll have to be 21 uh, to claim the tickets. And we will give those away at the end of my live broadcast on the eve of the tailgate on Friday, November 24th in Ann Arbor, right across from the big house. Again, 21 and up. Just text tailgate to 21,000 and you'll be in the drawing for a pair of tickets for the game at the big house on November 25th. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he is a managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. And with the merger, there is growth and a chance for you to fill an executive or other high-level finance-related roles, either at Bean Garter here in downtown Grand Rapids or over at the Dorn Mayhew World Headquarters in Troy or at any of their offices across the country and around the world. They have a national specialized talent pool with ideal candidates for long-term placement, ongoing support for post-placement success. So if you're looking for that next chapter in your professional career, talk to Josh Garvey and the team at Bean Garter. Easiest way, you can call Bean Garter, ask for Josh Garvey, or go to their website, B-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com, or look for Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, on Facebook and on Twitter. Friday, December 1st at Soaring Eagle Casino. Single record of the year is Better Man. Special guest Josh Greason. Tickets start at $40. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Clint Black and Josh Grayson. Friday, December 1st at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. 
You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live on The Huge Show across Michigan. So at the end of the opening segment, I just said, hey, I'd love for this Harbaugh stuff to end. Well, guess what? At least the investigation with the Big Ten is over. Michigan, the Big Ten, and Jim Harbaugh have agreed to honor the three-game suspension. Harbaugh will not coach Saturday at Maryland and will not be in the stadium or on the sidelines and coach Michigan against Ohio State. In a nutshell, and Chris Ballas, Anthony Broom, Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com, all over this story. Anthony Broom will join us in a moment, Clayton Safey later, and Chris Ballas. I'm looking at the, the statement uh, that was released, and the one thing I'll take from this, and Michigan alluded to it, that they're not admitting to any guilt with Harbaugh, but he is the head coach. And it's the same thing with the NCAA investigation, which they've stated there is no connection. But the head coach is held accountable for the actions of people on his staff, even if he didn't know about it. So, the investigation is closed and Harbaugh will miss the remainder of the regular season. The court action for tomorrow has been tabled. I just said, you know, what's going to happen now with the Harbaugh story, it needs to end. It had that feeling. The statement from Michigan this morning, the university, Coach Harbaugh, and the Big Ten resolved their pending litigation. The conference agreed to close its investigation, and the university and Coach Harbaugh agreed to accept the three-game suspension. Coach Harbaugh, with the university's support, decided to accept this sanction to return the focus to our student-athletes and their performance on the field. So some would say, well, if he took the suspension, is he admitting guilt? No. You've already served a game. You could go to court tomorrow, and that would be a circus. And Harbaugh was saying he would be there. And it's on the eve of the second of your three-game stretch that everybody's known about since the schedules came out that could lead to a national championship season. And Harbaugh looked at what his team did in Penn State without him and was very proud. I heard him on his weekly call-in show with John Jansen on Monday night on our flagship station, 96-1, the game in Grand Rapids. So sometimes in court, the collateral damage is worse than the actual punitive process. Now you wonder, and we'll talk to Broom, and no one will know yet, and maybe no one will ever know, is cutting this deal on the Big Ten dropping their investigation of Harbaugh and Connor Stallions. At least that's what, or is it just Harbaugh's connection? I think it's dropping their investigation. Will the NCAA end their investigation? Because if it was a smoking gun against Harbaugh that was discovered late in this process, Michigan would have announced he's been suspended with pay until further notice, like they did with Connor Stallions. 
Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com is standing by. We'll hear from Chris Ballas and Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com team. So, Anthony, about 15 minutes ago, I said on the air, I go, you know what? I've really grown tired of this Harbaugh story. I don't think there's any legs to it. I wish it would just go away. We go to a break. Superfly says, hey, Ballas just said uh, the Harbaugh story just dropped. Uh, How surprised are you by this? Uh, very surprised. I mean, it seems like it's very, it was a very abrupt end to uh, the last few weeks and kind of the, the administration, the leadership kind of going to the mattresses to fight this thing. But I think, I think that you can kind of read tea leaves with an 11th hour shakeup as being, well, there's more evidence of something or someone got uncomfortable with, you know, what the NCAA has, or, or you know, they've been in, poking around a little more. So I, I think that to me, that's my read on it. Um, listen, does it settle this whole situation? No, because while the big 10 may be putting the kibosh on the investigation moving forward, I mean, the NCAA is still going to continue to do that. Uh, but also at the same time, I don't think you could have your team get on a plane for a second week in a row, not knowing who their head coach was going to be. It's not fair to them. And at this point, and a big reason why that apparently Harbaugh has decided to accept the suspension is that the focus does need to be on the team. Um, you know, they, I, I know that Saturday is not a game that the entire college football world is going to be tuned into, but all of these games are big games for them moving forward. And there are a lot of guys on this team that came back citing unfinished business and, and, and trying to achieve those, those big goals of you know, beating Ohio state again, winning a big 10 title, going to the college football playoff. Um, the focus needs to be on doing right by those guys as well, because I do think that last week, um, regardless of how you feel about Jim Harbaugh or how the Big Ten was, you know, chose to go about it, that was not fair to the players last week. Uh, there was a lot. You just talked about collateral damage. I think there was some collateral damage there. Uh, it was an emotional few days, and and kudos to them for pulling it together and going out there at Penn State and getting a victory, but. You know, with the focus from the start, from the Big Ten apparently being, you know, we don't want to levy a punishment that directly punishes the players. Last week's circus, the Friday, Saturday soiree that was going on, that was not fair to the players. So from that aspect, I think that those guys did deserve some sort of word. At least it's Thursday now, right? You go into tomorrow, you'll load up, you'll get on the plane, and you'll go from there. So as far as what it means for Harbaugh moving forward, it's tough to say. I mean, um, again, a pretty abrupt change in, in tone and tenor coming out of Ann Arbor. But uh, at the end of the day, I do think that choosing to put the focus back on the team is the right move. With how dug in both sides were, all three sides, if you include Michigan, Harbaugh, and not all sides, but the Harbaugh, Michigan side, and the Big Ten side, for, like you said, the 11th hour, day before uh, the court hearing, was it about hey, if we lose it, it's worse than cutting a deal and accepting it. And if you accept it, and there's been no connection published or uh, sourced on Harbaugh connected to Connor Stallions, could this influence the NCAA based on Harbaugh has to be punished because he's a head coach? That, look, this dude did three games to start the season, the regular season, for cheeseburgers, uh, alleged COVID practice violations, and other allegations. And he did three games uh, for what Connor Stallions did 
what more are you going to go after? Will that make the NCAA say, okay, maybe we're good now? He, What head coach, high profile, has ever served six games of a of being suspended in the in a season when you're the number two team in the country and number three in the college football playoff poll and a national championship contender and a favorite by some. And it's funny too. Again, I'm not uh, I'm not advocating for no punishment by any means, but it's it's crazy to me that it's not like they were throwing bags of cash to recruits or that they were. You know, they they bought game you know bought players to help them win games like everything they did was pretty firmly in a you know level two level three type violation it was in a gray area in the best of circumstances so the fact that that's kind of uh, that's kind of what is I won't say brought Jim Harbaugh down but put him in the situation he's in it's just interesting uh, given what else is out there in terms of what programs have been accused of and, and those type of offenses but I do you know. I do think that because Michigan still hasn't been served an official notice of allegations for, you know, the burger stuff and those recruiting violations. I think that all of this ultimately does fall into the same pot. I think that, you know, they, you know, the NCAA has this file, has this dossier now on stuff that's been going on at Michigan. And obviously Michigan self-imposed those three games to start the year. Uh, there's the three games now from the big 10. Now, we had heard back when the burger stuff was going on that that didn't really satisfy the NCAA. They maybe wanted to tack on another one, two, maybe as many as three games to that. So I do wonder, like, if Jim Harbaugh is at Michigan next year, if there is still some sort of suspension on the table. But, you know, for me, I think that the fact that now you've had a guy essentially sit out half of the regular season for two separate right. um, al- you know, allegations is, uh, again, it's it's very uniquely – I've never seen anything like this before. And that has been the theme of a lot of things that I've seen from Jim Harbaugh since he's been here for nine years. So it's uh, crazy times indeed. Uh, that's my point, that now if you're Michigan and you got all these NCAA uh, allegations, accusations, true or untrue, uh, it, it is a national uh, spotlight on your school, on your program, that by now saying he's been suspended for six of the 12 games. Uh, NCAA, uh, Big Ten's canceling their investigation. He's doing the three games. That should coincide with anything the NCAA says. Here we self-impose the other three games. Maybe, maybe the abrupt ending uh, to this is that Michigan in backdoor conversations and the Big Ten, because they have power as being one of the Power Five uh, with the NCAA, will just say, "Look, man, we're going to put all this to bed." Uh, the NCAA may make an announcement, you know, if they don't find anything connecting Harbaugh to Stallions, and we'll see. But it was surprising. Again, if you're just joining us, Anthony Broom checking in from the Wolverine.com. Michigan, Harbaugh, and the Big Ten have come to a settlement agreement. There'll be no court hearing tomorrow in Washington County. Harbaugh will not coach against Maryland or the Ohio State game. We'll be back if Michigan makes it to the Big Ten championship game. You can follow this story. Team coverage happening right now at TheWolverine.com. Anthony, appreciate the update. i got to get to a network break. Of course. Thank you, guys. All right, Anthony Broom, check it in from TheWolverine.com. Chris Ballas, Clayton Safey from TheWolverine.com. Coming up within 45 minutes. Everything huge, 24-7 at TheHugeShow.net. 
save on Thanksgiving in one stop at Meyer. Get a Meyer Grade A frozen turkey, 59 cents per pound, limit one, plus all the potatoes, stuffing, and tasty pies you could want. And preview Black Friday deals in the Meyer app. Deals so good, you just gotta celebrate. Get Thanksgiving in one stop and shop holiday deals this week at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's a Black Friday free fall every week in November. Each week, nab the best deal around with drawings from 3 to 11 p.m. Every hour, four lucky players will win up to $1,000 premium play. Don't miss a moment of the excitement. It's Black Friday free fall. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan. Breaking news here within the last hour or so. Less than that, Jim Harbaugh will not coach against Maryland or Ohio State. Harbaugh, the University of Michigan, and the Big Ten came to a settlement agreement. No court tomorrow. And Harbaugh will serve the full three-game suspension. He's already served the one game from last Saturday at Penn State. He will not coach at Maryland or Harbaugh. Won't be the coach at the big house. My guess is, as I was talking with Superfly and had Anthony Broom on earlier from the Wolverine.com, Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com in less than 30 minutes, Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com in less than 20. For them to abruptly do this, I, I think they found some middle ground with the NCAA. 
And not right now, but soon the NCAA will say when they finish their investigation that Harbaugh served the three games, unless he's connected to Connor Stallions, and he served the three-game self-imposed suspension to start. That's half the year. This is unprecedented, unchartered. We can use all the sayings we want to in this, but the dude will miss half of this year because of what the Big Ten and NCAA wanted. And I think that's more than enough. And it has to be why they settled on the eve of the hearing tomorrow. Because I just said in the opening Huge Opinion Day, this needs to go away. Boom, there you go. Now, if you miss any Huge Opinion interview, our full show, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show, where you download podcasts and catch up and listen on your schedule. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. At the end of the year, they'll be merging with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they'll be stronger together. They can help your business from retirement planning, payroll, audits, tax help, and more. Go to BeanGarter.com to find out about the merger and also how Bean Garter is stronger together with Dorn Mayhew. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. We are back live across Michigan, hour number two on a breaking news Thursday. Jim Harbaugh has accepted the Big Ten's three-game suspension. He will not coach at Maryland or Ohio State. Harbaugh, the University of Michigan, and the Big Ten came to that settlement deal to resolve outstanding litigation. So they were set to meet in court tomorrow. Michigan still remains under investigation by the NCAA for allegedly stealing signs in an illegal fashion through the use of advanced scouting and technology. So that is still ongoing, but I do think how abrupt this came to a settlement position that maybe the Big Ten... Their lawyers, Harbaugh, his lawyer, the school's lawyers, he agreed to do this. And the NCAA has spent a lot of time already trying to connect Harbaugh and nothing has been connected in terms of Harbaugh. Now, someone sent me a a buddy of Facebook message and said, well, what if they did find something now and this is this is the end of Harbaugh? And I said, no, then the school would have suspended Harbaugh. They just wouldn't have agreed to stop litigation, nor would Harbaugh agree to stop the litigation, right? You got to remember there's multiple parties in this. My guess and opinion from a distance on this is that with this three games and the three game self imposed suspension to start the season, that Harbaugh has missed half the year or will miss half of the year. 
with what is allowed to go on in the NCAA, if that doesn't appease the NCAA and the Big Ten that this is over, which now it is over with the Big Ten. The Connor Stallions Michigan investigation is over with the Big Ten as part of this deal. So that leads you to believe that if the Big Ten is willing to walk away from this with a deal of only three-game suspension, what, what could the NCAA do? And yes, they've been digging this week and talking to people at Central Michigan. And I will say, the one pause for a moment is that there are a lot of former, McElwain, one of them being the head coach, former Michigan assistants and connections to Michigan. But nothing has connected Harbaugh to this story, and Michigan reiterated that fact today. Jim Harbaugh said he wanted the focus to be on his team and not him and a courtroom because really where you're at, if Michigan won the temporary restraining order, now there will be no court hearing in Washington County tomorrow. Well, the Big Ten could have appealed. At the end of the day, Michigan, Harbaugh, the Big Ten, and the NCAA, they're about making money. And Harbaugh and the Wolverines about winning football games. This was cannibalizing the Big Ten. The NCAA laying the heavy hammer on this when they look the other way as I'm watching Hunter Dickinson tear it up for Kansas and reports that he got hundreds of thousands of dollars that Michigan wouldn't offer through NIL money to go to Kansas, but we're going to roast Harbaugh. Well, guess what? He has served based on a cheeseburger he can't remember, COVID-19 era practice alleged violations, and now you throw in sign stealing, which... As we speak, he has not been connected to Connor Stallions in any way, shape, or form, including the Freedom of Information Act and the report that Connor Stallions didn't file expenses or expense reports. You would think that should put all of this behind him, and that's why he agreed to it. Jake Butt is standing by from the Big Ten Network, former Wolverine tight end and a great analyst. Saw him in studio on the Big Ten Network. Stellar job. Almost sounds like Joel Klatt uh, when you hear him talk. Uh, Jake, welcome back to the Huge Show. Yeah, happy to join you guys. Thanks for having me on. How about that? You know, you, you can never stay seated. you got to stay on your toes in this industry, right? I mean, it's breaking news every time you look up. And, of course, as you just mentioned there, more breaking news. Just a few seconds ago. So, what do you when you first heard this breaking news? I kind of just relayed where I was at when I heard it for the first time. What was your first thought on why Harbaugh and Michigan settled with the Big Ten? I guess I mean I was shocked to be honest with you that uh, it's you know I, the first thing I thought of is the first thing when President Santa Ono came out and it seemed like there was going to be a big push of support and emphasis to fight this and get Coach Harbaugh back on the sideline. So um, when we found out just a few minutes ago that uh, Michigan and Harbaugh were going to settle and accept the three-game suspension, I was, I was shocked and a little bit confused, I guess. Yeah, because the confusion here is it's twofold. One, uh, the Big Ten will lead the charge now with Michigan to tell the NCAA, hey, hey we're ending the investigation uh, maybe they'll end it now that they haven't connected anything with Connor Stallions and will focus on Stallions, who no longer is part of the program. Harbaugh served a three-game suspension connected to it, which, uh, again, would be the most for any so-called uh, illegal sign stealing, or that something was discovered in the last couple of days that could have hurt Harbaugh in Michigan in that hearing tomorrow. Yeah, I guess it's, it's 
either of those scenarios are probably the most likely culprits here. Um, it, 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 I have no information on this. I do not have any hunch of which direction it may be. Um, I feel like the one thing I've learned throughout all of this is that as soon as you think you know, you're proven that you actually don't know. You know, it's been that kind of back and forth. So um, it really could be either direction. Of course, we'll, as we do, we will be watching this and observing it as it goes on. But it seems like for now that the three it's the three games and then um, Michigan will have him potentially back on the sideline for the Big Ten championship if they handle business against the Buckeyes next week. Yeah, and your shock is like mine that they everybody seemed really dug in to the point that you had court scheduled tomorrow. And here we get this settlement that, again, they agreed to it this morning. And this is also something, when you read the statement, they agreed to it this morning, but you don't get wind of it until a little after 3 p.m. this afternoon. Yeah, that's uh, really, I guess, as I just think about this, and I try to process this, um, and I just got to the airport, so I was trying to catch up in the car ride um, as we went. You know, it almost still feels, I was saying kind of a few weeks ago when the suspension came out by the Big Ten, you know, I think that was like the first step. And yet I kept making the point that it feels like we were closer to the beginning than the end, even though it's been so, it's been a rapid spread of information. I still almost feel like we're closer to the beginning of the end because, you know, at, at every turn, there's more information, more and more information. And you know, because of your scenario, like you mentioned right there, where it's like, hey, you know, did, did new information come out that was presented to Michigan where they kind of said, OK, OK, we get it. We'll accept the we'll accept the three game suspension. If that's the case, you know, what what more information and where does it stop? You know, this has been a continual process of leaked information, you know, day over day, week over week, on and on and on and on. So. To me, again, it just it just feels like we got to stay on our toes because th- this thing could continue on further for a long time. Yeah, because some will look at that dropping uh, the quest for a TRO, temporary restraining order, almost makes you look like you're admitting guilt unless, and again, I stress unless, unless Harbaugh's lawyers, Harbaugh, Michigan, Santa Ana, Ward Manual, Board of Regents, whoever, we're able to cut a backroom deal, not only with the Big Ten to honor the suspension, but the NCAA understands that they'll step back off of it, uh, and this whole thing will be water under the bridge. That, that's the wonder, only. That's the only reason. Jay, and by the way, Jake Butt from the Big Ten Network, former Wolverine tight end, does a great job on the radio, on air, on TV, uh, joining us. Uh, that that's the only the only reason I won't go fight to get the restraining order against the Big Ten. Yeah, well, I almost wonder if it's an admission of guilt because, um, sure, there's an admission of guilt with Connor Stallions, but that's, that's happened. I don't think there, I think the whole university believes there is no guilt in terms of Jim Harbaugh knowing. Of course, there's guilt of having to be responsible for your program, right? But to me, it's, I don't know if I'd use admission of guilt as much as I would say they feel based on the information that this was a, a punishment worth taking for them at this point in time. So, um, cause all the, all the information right now that we have for the NCAA, the big 10 network, uh, the big 10 conference and, um, 
as well as all the insiders on social media, it's been repeatedly um, emphasized that Jim Harbaugh had no knowledge. Now, of course, the question is, is then who did have knowledge? Who else knew? And where do you go from there? Here, here's where, again, this is all like in real time thought processing, Jake, and you mentioned it, and we're less than an hour into hearing about this, that a week ago, you, you thought the three-game suspension was near end-of-the-world uh, categories, and a week later, you're going to take it, so then the question is, why didn't you just take it a week ago, right? right? Yeah, I, so... so could you say that last part again? No, no. So the question is, if if you're willing to accept it now, why? And then this this is where I kind of put in yeah. the side okay. of yeah. uh, I, I kind of put in the side of there has to be more to this deal behind exactly. the scenes because otherwise you just would have took the three game suspension a week ago and and avoided all the drama. Yeah, that's that's kind of where my head is at as well because. You know, when this initially happened, the whole university w- was standing in alignment with one another saying, basically, like, we're going to fight this. What changed? You know, that's, that's the next question that, that needs to be answered. And I'm sure we'll find out in the next few hours. You know, it's, it seems like it's only going to get crazier. By the way, Jake Butt from the Big Ten Network, former Wolverine tight end, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee uh, guest line. Because a lot of people are saying – the university folded on Harbaugh when they self-imposed the three-game suspension before the start of the season and didn't go fight it uh, after the season was over. And now you get this, and it goes right back into that category, which I wholeheartedly agree with you, that this seems like a restart in this story, not the end. Yeah. Well, I guess, you know, really, like, listen, a lot of people say a lot of things, you know. And if you could ask two people their opinion on this and they'll both have the same exact information and one person's going to say one thing and the other person's going to say the exact opposite thing. Um, I think the point is for me is, is, uh, you know, I don't pretend to have any more information than what we have out in the media. And I just operate from the sense that this, this thing is, this thing is a fluid ongoing deal. More information is going to break. There will be more opinions and more thoughts. There will be another step. And then more, this will be going on for a while, particularly if the NCAA wants to stay involved. They don't move fast for anybody. I mean, this could be a year-long, two-year-long deal. But guess what? Like, we still got games this weekend. You know, both Michigan and Ohio State, which, you know, that, that's where everyone's going to have their eyes. That game will be played next weekend. Um, so, for me, I'm a little bit of a traditionalist and a ball player. You know, I just, um, I, I want, I think the biggest, the biggest, the toughest part of this entire thing, and it started with the Penn State game last weekend, and it includes Penn State's players. This is taken away from the greatness of the players on the field and the play on the field. You know, Penn State's a damn good football team. I'm sure they were tired of talking about it. You know, Michigan proved that even without their head coach and certainly no Connor Stallings, that they are who they say they are. They're a damn good football team, too. So the most frustrating part, and I, and I get it, it's understandable. I'm not saying, you know, I'm against it, but it's it's taken away from a lot of great seasons, even for Ohio State, right? Even for Penn State, for Michigan. So, you know, this thing's going to be fluid. It's going to be moving on. We will continue to follow with more information. But, uh, you know, I am I am looking forward to seeing the, the games get played regardless. And Harbaugh, at the end of the day, could sit there that I did this in the best interest of my team, right? And your players would respect that. 
I'm sure the players may know a lot more than uh, we do, but at least for the time being, it quiets down everything so Michigan can focus on Maryland, Ohio State, the Big Ten Championship, and the college football playoff if they get there. Jake, but I know you're busy, man. Thanks for your opinions on Harbaugh now serving the full three-game suspension. Of course. Have a great one. We'll yeah, talk ba- to you soon. Yeah, back at you, Jake Butt from the Big Ten Network, former Wolverine tight end. If you're just joining us, breaking news here in the last hour or so, Harbaugh, the University of Michigan Big Ten reached a settlement where the Big Ten will end their investigation. Harbaugh will serve the three-game suspension. Team coverage happening right now at the Wolverine.com. Clayton Safey is standing by the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. So, uh, shock, uh, a different path, turn of events. Is Michigan rolling over again? Uh, where are you at on this from Ann Arbor, Clayton? Yeah, I think the first reaction for a lot of people is probably that they're rolling over. I've seen that uh, reaction from fans. But I think it's a little bit more nuanced than that. Um, and look, I mean, I was one of the first people to, to say, hey, they, they shouldn't roll over here because everyone who fights these entities like the NCAA and Big Ten they usually are able to, to kind of win or at least minimize their damage. Um, but I, I think here what you're looking at is the Big Ten and NCAA expediting those investigations, trying to find anything they can, interviewing players and coaches throughout the week, kind of disrupting Michigan's football season here at the end of the year. And I think with this settlement, the key part of this is the Big Ten's investigation is over. There's no more real-time investigating where they could tack on and say, hey, you're disqualified from the Big Ten Championship or we're not going to allow you to go to the college football playoff. That's off the table now. Any punishment forthcoming is going to come from the NCAA in the form of a notice of allegations. And once Michigan receives that, which may not be for some time, they get 90 days to respond. So even if they got one today, which certainly is not going to happen because the investigation is still going, the season would be over 90 days from now. So there is nothing more that can affect this Michigan football team going forward outside of not having their head coach for three and a half hours on the next two Saturdays. Obviously, Michigan fans are disappointed about that, and you can still argue whether or not the Big Ten um, you know, had grounds to do this. You know, I don't really think they did, but I think the fact of the matter is now that, that Jim Harbaugh honestly kind of took one for the team. I mean, the Big Ten confirmed today that they don't have any information saying that he was involved in these allegations, uh, yet he, he decided to, uh, to reach the settlement. So I think that's kind of where I'm at on it, but clearly, uh, clearly reacting just you know, kind of minutes or, or dozens of minutes after the news came out. So certainly we'll, uh, we'll sit through things a little bit more as we learn more. I know from Monday's presser, he said he was a little under the weather with a raspy voice. And I heard him on his weekly Michigan call-in show, Conversations with John Jansen. And there was a tone to his voice that I've never heard from Harbaugh. And it had nothing to do with being under the weather. It had to do where I could feel all of this was weighing on him. I really could. Not that he's a victim, but he is the head coach of the number two team in America. And I could hear it in his voice, and I thought it's more about the fight that's continuing. I don't think he's given up that fight. And the one thing that came to my mind on how this could totally flip from lining up in courtroom with multiple lawyers against the Big Ten is that because they haven't received that letter of notice from the NCAA in regards to Connor Stallions. Not that the NCAA will just stop their investigation, but maybe there's a backroom deal. Politics are big between conferences and a Power 5-1 and Tony Petiti and the Big Ten, who ended their investigation. 
that with Santa Ono and Ward Manuel and Harbaugh and their respective attorneys, that maybe uh, the NCAA in the end may do a notice of allegations or may just not drop the case but say there was nothing connected Harbaugh and their focus will be on Connor Stallions and Jim Harbaugh by serving the three-game suspension. We feel that's enough to warrant what we've discovered, right? That there's some deal there that would not just take this off the table with the Big Ten, but take it off the table with the NCAA. Yeah, or, or potentially, you know, because the NCAA loves when you cooperate or, you know, quote-unquote back down or whatever. Um, so potentially they'd say, and, and also to Bill, which is really important to note, uh, is that these games are going to count towards any potential forthcoming uh, punishment by the NCAA. So let's say they, they say, all right, three games for Jim Harbaugh next year. Let's say it's three just to make it a easy math here. Well, he served three at the end of this year, so it would technically be nothing. You know, maybe there'd be a fine or something like this, um, certainly. And, and, again, more information could come out, but just going off what we know now. So these are going to count towards that. So the NCAA punishment will be less because he served it here on the front end of things via the Big Ten. But, again, I, I just keep coming back to the, the part of the statement that says the Big Ten has agreed to um, has agreed to end its investigation, and they're just turning it back over to the NCAA, which is more of a long-term play for Michigan because I'm guessing, and I don't know this for a fact, but I'm guessing the Big Ten continued to, uh, to say this week as they were working towards a, a settlement, hey, we can still add on more punishments to you, Michigan. We can still do you know, things like I said earlier, maybe take them out of the Big Ten championship if they find something or, or the college football playoff. And I think that's probably partly what pressured Michigan into saying, okay, let's just get this over with. And from the statement, and I don't think they would have put this in there if it weren't true, but Jim Harbaugh was the one who agreed to do this and the, the university supported him in his decision. So I think those are key aspects. Um, so, you know, again, I, I just kind of keep coming back to that line. There. Yeah, there's a lot to read into this. I, I do wonder with the sensitivity of everything, if we'll get anything beyond Michigan statement and what has been done. Right. And this will all be, we can't comment on going NCAA investigation in the end. Uh, no hardball against Maryland. I don't think there's concern there, Clayton. But uh, the game, uh, the biggest one maybe ever, uh, going yeah. back old school to one versus two in 2006 after Bo passed away, uh, mm-hmm. you're looking at this and you're saying, okay, no hardball against Ohio State. How much has that hurt the Wolverines at home at the big house on November 25th? Yeah, I mean, I think it, I think it hurts. I mean, you know, they, did, they didn't play their best football until Jim Harbaugh returned during the Big Ten season this year after the first suspension. Um, you know, certainly they, they got the job done at, at Penn State. You got to give them a ton of credit for what they did without Jim Harbaugh and finding out just before kickoff they weren't going to have him too. So give those players, give those coaches, give Sharon Moore credit for doing that. Um, you know, so, but I, I do think it's going to hurt. I mean, he's one of the best coaches in, in football for a reason, and that includes in-game. Uh, I, I will say, when you look at it from an Ohio State perspective, start thinking about these scenarios. Ryan Day already has a ton of pressure on him. He's gotten embarrassed by Michigan the last two years. Well, now he's going to face a team without its head coach, and now with Sharon Moore in there. So, yeah, maybe he got what he wanted if he was behind all this, which, you know, there are a lot of people in Ann Arbor that believe he was, he or people close to him were, and we'll, you know, we could find more on, uh, find out more about that, you know, in the coming weeks. 
But at the same time, you lose to a team that doesn't have its head coach, and, you know, can you come back from that? Or how much does the pressure get ramped up from there? So there is so much now, and not that there wasn't already, but crazy uh, dynamic going into this game, which is only in, in nine days. So it is absolutely, uh, you know, one of the biggest games in, in program history for both teams and one of the biggest games in the rivalry's history. And, uh, you know, it's going to be one of those things that people write books about and there'll be a documentary about. And just like 1973 and the Big Ten athletic directors vote, you know, we're, we're uh, right here in the, in the middle of history right now. Yeah, the key is, though, the NCAA side of this. And they've been interviewing people uh, in Mount Pleasant, which, by the way, are we into week number three of uh, no identity yet of the man on the sidelines in CMU coaches gear for the Michigan State game? Uh, who is that guy? Uh, nobody <laughs> wants to talk about that. I mean, uh, hey, CMU, knock, knock, who's there? Who's that guy? <laughs> it's still my favorite part of this whole thing, that we don't know who this guy was. Who, uh, who's this guy? Just the guy with the, oh, had the blue light on his glasses. He had a he had one of those, like, Navy SEAL cameras. Oh, my <laughs> God. You know, this story just, it, it keeps going in directions, Clayton, that you can't predict. It really does. It does. And then there are rumors of other stuff. And if you start thinking about the fact that there are people digging, we know for a fact, and I know you do as well, on who's behind the private investigative firm that even turned any evidence over in the first place to the NCAA. I mean, that's a huge, huge question that I think everybody has. Uh, This has gone on in the SEC in the past where teams turned each other in, and then the SEC commissioner said, hey, cut this out, stop doing this. Everybody just kind of shut up, basically, and, you know, maybe bend the rules a little bit, but don't turn each other in, don't snitch on each other. Well, now we got this happening in the Big Ten. Um, you have a rookie commissioner, how he handled it. I mean, there are so many different angles to this story that, as you said, continues to develop, continues to take twists and turns. So we're all just kind of grabbing on for dear life and, and seeing where the next twist takes us. Clayton Xavier from TheWolverine.com joining us. Team coverage right now with Anthony Broom, John Borton, Doug Skeen, and Chris Bowles. So we'll hear from Chris uh, coming up in our next segment again. Breaking news this afternoon. A shock as Jake Butt, the former Michigan tight end and Big Ten Network football analyst, just said about 20 minutes ago that Jim Harbaugh, his lawyers, the Big Ten, their lawyers, and Michigan and their lawyers, and Ward Manuel all agreed that Harbaugh will serve the full three-game suspension. Miss Penn State will miss the Maryland game this weekend in College Park and the Ohio State game on November 25th. That suspension will be served in exchange. The Big Ten will end everything in their investigation connected uh, to Connor Stallions, and it still remains an NCAA investigation. All the team coverage right now at TheWolverine.com. Clayton, thank you. Thank you very much. All right, Clayton Safey joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. Yeah, speaking of the game on November 25th, huge tailgate, 9 a.m. till noon, Soren Eagle Casino and Resort, ton of giveaway swag, I think food and beverage you can purchase uh, right across from the stadium. I'll be there on Saturday, November 25th, doing my show Friday, November 24th. And at the end of that show, we're giving away a pair of tickets, courtesy of Soren Eagle and the Michigan Sports Network, to see the Buckeyes and the Wolverines. You have to be 21 and up to enter. Just text TAILGATE, that word, to 21000. Text TAILGATE to 21000, and you'll be in that drawing for a pair of tickets 
to see the Buckeyes and the Wolverines a week from tomorrow when the huge show is live from just outside the big house with that Soaring Eagle tailgate that will begin on Saturday morning, November 25th at 9 a.m. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. No one cares what you've been through. No one cares about your hopes, your dreams, your desire to make a difference in this world. Guess what? That isn't true. Law enforcement cares. That's why people join the force. Maybe they came from a world where those things are true. Maybe they didn't. But here's something they have in common. They do care. Maybe you should consider being around people who truly care about you. Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org and start the conversation. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, High School Sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's the Blaze Through Fall Jeep Giveaway. Every Saturday in November, two hourly winners, 5 to 10 p.m., take home a cool $500 cash. At 11 p.m. each night, one lucky guest wins a hot new Jeep Renegade or 15 grand. The Blaze Through Fall Jeep Giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Link Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com is standing by. He broke some of the news here in the last 90 minutes. That, and this is shocking. Out of nowhere that Harbaugh, the Big Ten, and the University of Michigan reached a settlement that the Big Ten won their investigation on Harbaugh and the school. And that Harbaugh now will serve the full three-game suspension, which means he will not be coaching Saturday at Maryland or November 25th at the Big House in Ann Arbor. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. Team coverage happening right now 
on that website and also on their social network feeds. He's standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. So, Chris, what are you hearing behind the scenes on how and why this came about? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, you know, this is shocking, I think, to a lot of people when it happened, but we've been on this story since the morning. And we got some information this morning that the NCAA was still digging around, obviously, and interviewing kids and uh, on the Michigan football team. And, um, you know, we've always said if more if more information comes out, if more evidence comes out, then uh, Michigan could switch gears pretty quickly. And I think that's probably where this is headed, if you pay attention here in the next uh, next couple of days. So I don't think they felt like based on what had been gathered that they had what they needed to win in court tomorrow. And, uh, you know, there was, it was funny because the argument really hasn't changed. It's about due process, but when things pile up, sometimes uh, a coach will lose support. And I think that's one of the things that happened here. So we're going to have to wait and see what else comes out here in the next 24 to 48 hours. But we do know that it turned this morning, actually last night when people started making some phone calls and, um, because until then, all the talk was, hey, uh, they're still talking to the Big Ten. We know that for a fact that about a potential settlement, Fox was interested in having Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines for the Ohio State game, according to the people that we were talking to. But uh, then this morning it switched. So here we are. And uh, now it's can Michigan beat Maryland and Ohio State without Jim Harbaugh? And I believe they think they can. So if they do that, the Big Ten has agreed to step down uh, and will not continue its investigation and Jim Harbaugh could probably be back for the Big Ten championship game, probably against Iowa. So this changed suddenly. Now, the yep. NCAA Absolutely. has has been in the state, according to reports in the Wolverine.com and others, that uh, they were interviewing people at CMU connected to who was that guy yep. and was it Connor Stallions on the sidelines. Uh, that's been out there. Uh, you mentioned that this turned suddenly, that support for the coach wasn't what it just was 24 hours ago. Uh, right. If there is a bombshell like that that would flip that that quick, then, you know, is this about Michigan avoiding this and now they see something that could uh, hurt Harbaugh's future at Michigan? Uh, I think it's possible just because, as the NCAA says, the head coach is responsible for everything that goes on in his program. Now, in their statement, the Big Ten, the Big Ten gave us today, or I'm sorry, not the Big Ten, but Michigan gave us today. They said that Jim Harbaugh is was not aware and uh, and still has not made aware been aware according to them um, and all the evidence that they've collected the NCAA and the Big Ten. So they wanted to make that perfectly clear. But again, the NCAA has different standards now for how they punish coaches. And if something were to happen, for example, with somebody on your staff, if he were to do something or if he was involved, for example, um, which is certainly a possibility. You know, a lot of people say Connor Stallions acted alone, but. You know, I think a lot of people are thinking, man, how is that possible, um, you know, that, uh, that nobody else knew what he was doing. So uh, we'll see where it leads. But between that and the Central Michigan investigation, which has been ongoing, and we wrote a column about that last week, that the NCAA was expediting things to quickly get to the bottom of things, and they had some of their heaviest hitters working on the Central Michigan case and on the Michigan case. And we wrote, hey, if they find something, is it possible that uh, the Jim Harbaugh suspension is going to hold? Absolutely. Until then, they didn't have the evidence, and, and apparently – they have a little bit more now, and it could be uh, to to Harbaugh's detriment, obviously, and that's one of the reasons that he is not uh, coaching the last two games. So uh, the detriment, the sudden change, the Michigan versus everybody T-shirts to free Harbaugh to Sharon Moore uh, getting emotional after the Penn State game, uh, there must be, you mentioned last night into this morning, the less than 24-hour flip. 
Uh, and you said watch out over the next or listen and read over the next 24 to 48 hours. Is is there another bombshell coming out? I don't know if it's a bombshell. Uh, you know, I think, um, you know, what we'll to see, uh, you know, what we'll to see exactly what it is. There are rumors. I don't really want to comment on rumors, but, you know, um, it, it was certainly something that changed the, the narrative, uh, according, you know, to the people in Michigan. So um, does it mean that Jim Harbaugh was directly involved? No. And they said that definitively in their statement. Okay, there's still no evidence. But as more things leak and more digging is done, uh, then I think you're going to see, as we've said, we've continued to say uh, from the first time that you and I talked about this, right, that as long as there's an investigation going on, it kind of reminded me of the Fab Five thing. You know, okay, is this the worst of it? Is this the worst of it? You know, who else knew? What was this connected to? Um, do I think it's going to end that way? No, I, I don't. But I do think that uh, there could be a, a few more things to come. And uh, I've said that all along. And that is something now where we are, you know, people ask me, is this thing almost over? You can't predict that. I, I told you how crazy this story is. And, uh, and then, you know, the longer it goes, the, the crazier it gets. So uh, we're probably like in the fourth inning here and it's like a rain delay. So uh, there are still things that have to be investigated. Um, but as it is now, uh, they have determined that there is enough now to keep Jim Harbaugh out these last two games. That's half a year, Bill. That's like a show cause mm. right there. So this is really the most, uh, really the biggest punishment I can remember for a football coach, you know, all over stuff that hasn't even been proven. And, and if you look at the bylaws, they would say, you know what, uh, there are some gray areas there that, People would, if you argued it in court, you know, would Michigan win? So, but Michigan is committed to cooperating here, Bill. And uh, does this damage Michigan and Harbaugh's future going forward? It's hard to say. We know that they were still working on the contract extension as of a couple days ago. There were some that said that they might drop it during Ohio State Week and say, you know, announce his extension. I don't think I would expect that to happen now. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Breaking news. Uh, this afternoon here within the last two hours and an abrupt about face. Uh, the court hearing tomorrow has been canceled because a settlement occurred between Harbaugh, the University of Michigan, and the Big Ten. The Big Ten will end their investigation. Harbaugh will serve the full three-game suspension from the Big Ten, miss the Penn State game, will not coach at Maryland this weekend or the Ohio State game. Now, the one thing I'll pause for a moment, Chris, in our final thought here, that if there, if this was a smoking gun situation and there would have been something discovered last night or within the 24 hours that brought on this about face, I don't think Harbaugh, it would have been Harbaugh suspended yeah. indefinitely by Michigan with pay just the same process they did uh, until Connor Stallions resigned that yeah. he wouldn't be there ready to coach in the Big Ten championship game or any possible college football playoff games. If there was this smoking gun that caused this immediate about face. No, and that's not, yeah, and that's not the case. And as they said in their statement, that's not the case. I would say sometimes, you know, as we've said many times, the cover up is worse than the crime, right? I think it's something something like that. And it still has nothing to do with Jim Harbaugh, uh, according to the NCAA, according to the statement that Michigan released today. So this is just something that we're going to have to wait and see what happens here over the next several days and to see if that is indeed uh, what the situation is here. And if that's the case, then, you know, there's going to be punishment levied. And again, uh, Michigan felt because the Big Ten said, okay, 
we don't want to punish the kids. You know, we'll just punish them by taking away their head coach. But I strongly believe that this galvanizes them, and they're like, okay, we'll beat Ohio State without Jim Harbaugh. We'll beat Maryland without Jim Harbaugh, and we'll show you. We'll get our coach back, and then we'll have a, you know, even more motivation to play well in the playoffs. So that's the way I see it right now, and uh, what a story that would be, huh? Yeah, Chris, I, I still say from the Michigan versus everybody to the emotion of Penn State without Harbaugh to Sharon Moore to the players – uh, to his presser on Monday, uh, to free Harbaugh, to hashtags, all of this just discreets to a halt is really strange in my book. Yep. Yep. And, uh, yep. And that's, uh, there's no question about it. So we'll see what, like I said, we'll see what happens here in the next several days. Total team coverage on this story, as always, uh, from start until it finishes and more at the Wolverine.com. Chris Ballas is joining us earlier. We heard from Anthony Broom and also Clayton Safey. Doug Skeen may join us coming up later. Jim Brandstatter uh, in about 20 minutes working on John U. Bacon. Our normal segment with Josh Garvey and Lomas Brown will air tomorrow during the 5 p.m. hours. We're handling uh, the team coverage and breaking news with Harbaugh being suspended the final three games. You can read Everything, stay up to date at thewolverine.com and also follow Chris, Anthony Broom, and Clayton Safey and John Borton on Twitter. Thank you, my man. Appreciate the update. You bet. Thanks, Billy. You bet. All right, Chris Ballas from thewolverine.com checking in. So the way he said that, that there was something, he said, stay tuned the next 24 to 48 hours, that there's something that brought this about face, which I believe then they won't release any of this until after that Maryland game. And the speculation can run rampant. If it wasn't Harbaugh, did another coach know? Did another coach know about Connor Stallions? The story's insane. I want to get your thoughts on the Mercantile Bank listener line, one 838 4843 That's 1-866-838. 838-HUGE, at HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Everything HUGE, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Earn bonus points with M-Perks at Meyer for just one more way to save this holiday season. Shop groceries, apparel, gifts, and more, and earn points on it all. And right now, earn two times the points for every dollar you spend on select Meyer brand food. Earn points every time you shop and redeem them anytime you want. Make Meyer your one-stop shop for everything you need this holiday season. And with M-Perks, you'll save even more. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Imagine this. 
winning big at Soaring Eagle. Book your stay this fall in luxurious first-class room and receive $50 premium play, a $20 spa credit, and a $25 dining credit. Rates are just $289 a night, Sunday through Thursday, and $339 on Fridays and Saturdays. Reserve your room now, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Bill Simonson here for my friends at Urban U. They're Michigan's best med spot. Now, they have multiple locations in the Grand Rapids metro area, and you'll find an Urban U location in Northville on the east side of the state. And this is a message for any guy listening right now. How often do you think about your skin health care? Well, Urban U has multiple options that could help you immediately. Whether you work out a lot, you run, your job requires a lot of sweating, you need to think about your skin health care, and Urban U can help you, hydrofacials, and so much more, or even your kids. Think about that. If your son, your daughter's playing a lot of sports and they're having trouble with their skin health care, Urban U has options that can help today. Just go to theurbanu.com to find out more. Locations in the Grand Rapids metro area and on the east side of the state in Northville. Go to theurbanu.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan on a Bean Carter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew Thursday. Our normal conversation on Thursdays with Lomas Brown and Dorn Mayhew. GR office managing partner Josh Garvey. That will run tomorrow during the 5 p.m. hour because of the breaking news this afternoon that a complete about face by Michigan and Harbaugh. They have agreed to the three-game suspension by the Big Ten and cut a deal with the Big Ten that will end their investigation. Now, as I try and read between the lines on this, and in talking with Ballas, Broom, and Safey from the Wolverine.com, that if there was something really egregious discovered, would the Big Ten agree to just end their investigation? Again, you can, because we don't know, we're just really speculating and guessing why the about face from Michigan versus everybody free Harbaugh to, hey, I'm going to take the three-game suspension. Jim Bradstatter, former voice of Michigan, he'll join us next. Big. Bad. Huge. is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. At the end of the year, they'll be merging with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they'll be stronger together. They can help your business from retirement planning, payroll, audits, tax help, and more. Go to BeanGarter.com to find out about the merger and also how Bean Garter is stronger together with Dorn Mayhew. That is B-E-E-N-E. G-A-R-T-E-R dot com. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. 
We are set to begin another hour all across this great state of Michigan. The only syndicated afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Our flagship station is 96.1 The Game in downtown Grand Rapids. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Earlier this afternoon in show, the story broke that Michigan and Jim Harbaugh, in a shocking about face, cut a deal with the Big Ten to avoid court tomorrow. Big Ten will end their investigation into Harbaugh and that connection to Connor Stallions and sign stealing. In exchange, Harbaugh will serve the full three-game suspension. Game one was at Penn State this past Saturday. Game two at Maryland on Saturday. And Harbaugh will not be the head coach for the Wolverines when they welcome Ohio State to the big house on November 25th. And for the last six days, it has been Michigan versus everybody. Free Harbaugh. Support coming from national college football pundits. The theme had changed course. Well, we went right back to where it was. Because the questions are, okay, what was agreed to? And we don't know. Is there a side deal with the NCAA on this? Because if there was this smoking gun or new evidence in the NCAA talking to people from Central or even down in Ann Arbor, as Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com told us, if there was this smoking gun, Michigan would just suspend Harbaugh on its own right now and definitely without pay until the investigation concluded. But Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com did say that there's something that changed the tone inside Michigan towards support of Harbaugh. What was that? Is it Connor Stallions and something the NCAA found out? Is there a coach or coaches connected to Stallions? But for the Big Ten then, if they did find out something, and we're all playing the speculation game, that if the Big Ten was made aware of this new evidence, well, they wouldn't settle. They wouldn't stop their investigation because the rest of the Big Ten schools who whined and complained to start this would say, why are you stopping this? So still a lot of what in the hell is going on behind closed doors connected to this story with the out-of-nowhere deal struck. And Harbaugh said in Michigan, also said in their statement that Harbaugh wanted the focus to be on the Michigan football team. Well, if that was the case then take the suspension a week ago and it doesn't line up with lawyers and statements and all weekend and all week. And Sharon more emotional after the game and the players, we did this for Harbaugh. Crowd chanting at the St. John's Michigan game, Monday night free Harbaugh. And three days later, there's a deal cut to serve the full suspension. There's obviously more to this story. To what level, we don't know. Jim Bradstatter, former voice of Michigan football, a Michigan man through and through. Uh, he is standing by the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. And, and I, I said like five minutes before this story broke, Jim, on air, on the huge show, all across Michigan, man, it's good to maybe just see this hardball story for the time being go away and we'll just focus on football and boom. <laughs> From your lips to God's ears, but apparently the the good Lord didn't listen. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I get, 
to now say, hey, we're doing this to keep focus on the, the football team, well then, why didn't everybody do this when the Big Ten handed down the three games six days ago, right? Well, yeah, right. From Friday afternoon at 4 o'clock, which I thought was a totally contrived and very unsportsmanlike to quote the Big Ten, unsportsmanlike uh, deal legally to throw this at Michigan the Friday before they play, play Penn State on a holiday, so you can't go to court and get an injunction. And the indignation that Michigan put out there on Friday, both the uh, you know Ward Manuel and, and everybody really, uh, with statements flying back and forth in the next five days, clearly, you know something has happened between the attorneys between the Big Ten uh, and Michigan uh, to get Michigan to back off because I thought they were going to go you know scorched earth on the Big Ten. The one thing in the in the Michigan statement that, that I found interesting that was not included in the Big Ten statement to me indicates there's still not great blood between the two. In the Michigan statement, it says the conference has confirmed that it is not aware of any information suggesting Coach Harbaugh's involvement in the allegations. In the Big Ten statement, it never says anything like that. So Michigan still, at least in their statement, proclaiming the innocence, and, and the Big Ten did not suggest that they haven't found anything. So I, I don't know. I'm like you. I'm kind of in the dark. But clearly between Friday afternoon and this morning, something happened, and there is more to the story. I couldn't agree with that statement more, and you said it about 30 seconds ago. Chris Ballas and the Wolverine.com just joined us uh, in the last 30 minutes and. He said from his inside sources at Michigan that there was a change in support for Harbaugh on going scorch earth, going to court tomorrow, here in the last 12 to 16 hours. So something from last night uh, until now changed everything. But if it was this smoking gun or new evidence, the Big Ten wouldn't have given up their investigation. And if there was something implicating another coach, that coach, I think, would have been suspended immediately. I agree, and that's the point. You make a great point, is that if there is something coming on, then you know there would have been something released, and the Big Ten wouldn't have rolled over on their investigation and said, we're giving it all to the NCAA, which is what they're supposed to do anyway. And so I agree with that statement, too, that the Big Ten said, we're done, our investigation's over, if something came out, the smoking gun that you just mentioned, then why would the Big Ten say no? They'd have the goods. They could sit there and go scorched earth on their own. But they chose not to. Instead, they said they are Michigan's a valued member of the conference. Da, 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 da. All well and good. Let's dance around the uh, maple. Uh, I, you know, something, something's going on. And I don't know whether a, what deal was struck when, with whom, and how. But, um, I think hopefully we'll get something, you know, in the days to come. Uh, but in the meantime, this will be topic of conversation through this weekend, the Maryland game and leading to Ohio State, I guarantee it. The one thing that, that crossed my mind when I read the Big Ten statement that you just mentioned, the Michigan statement, when I heard about this about face in terms of tone, stance, that maybe uh, behind closed doors – that with this Big Ten deal and the NCAA still digging around, that Michigan and NCAA investigators and personnel, 
that, hey, look, Harbaugh's going to miss half the season. He'll, he'll be suspended for six games, number two coach in America. And we're talking alleged illegal lunch buy, alleged improper COVID-19 uh, practice rules not being followed, and alleged sign stealing. Six games already that maybe there was a deal cut where the NCAA never sends that notice of allegations, that maybe they they conclude an investigation on their own and there's limited punishment of Harbaugh here. Something had to happen behind closed doors for Michigan to do this that would favor them more than just the Big Ten stopping their investigation because they could have won that in court tomorrow. In terms yeah, of, and I agree. With, I, I agree. Right. With you. In terms of just a suspension, they could have won that in court. Right. And and I think that the the thing that you can hang your hat on with that scenario is the fact that the NCAA has already come out and said that there is no evidence that links Joe Harbaugh to any of this sign stealing stuff at all. NCAA has already said that. So uh, that that makes your argument there, or your statement, or your scenario. Uh, makes it hold a lot of water there. They don't have Harbaugh. They don't have the good. John Harbaugh said the other day they took his phone, they took his computers, and they found nothing of substance. And so if that's the case, why did Michigan make the deal? Because, you know, we, we just want this to be over. You know, and, and, and we're going to lose Jim for three more games, and and then it's over. And, and everybody's talking about this contract. He, I, the thing I want to say – I don't think anybody admitted guilt in this. I mean, that's that's what kind of most people out there are assuming. Well, Michigan saw the handwriting on the wall. The only reason this this hearing was being held tomorrow was to lift a a a a, a suspension order by the conference. None of this legal action tomorrow was going to involve itself in culpability or responsibility to any infraction. So to suggest that, oh, you know, this is the smoking gun that, you know, they backed up because I don't think there was, this was not the hearing that was going to do that. It was all it was going to do was going to decide whether Jim was coaching the next three days. Behind the scenes, as you're saying, maybe there were other issues, but this hearing tomorrow, I think Michigan would have won. The other issues, which we don't know, but we can speculate, are what I think changed the tune and tenor of the whole deal. Well, the other issues are uh, what could be leaked to sources, uh, which has been the case from the start of this story involving Harbaugh sign stealing in Michigan. Uh, NCAA investigators going to CMU where there are, I think, four members, don't quote me, at least four members with ties to the Michigan uh, coaching tree with Harbaugh, or at least connected to his staff. But then on the flip side, if, if that egregious evidence was there, uh, Michigan would suspend Harbaugh for the rest of the season pending the investigation. Right? I, again, yeah, no, yeah. It's a, you, you, you play out the scenarios, and there's some things, well, well, why didn't they do, you know, so they, well, if that's the case, why didn't they do this? And you say, well, if they didn't do that, then maybe it's not there. I don't, I don't know. I, again, I'm with you. There, this has probably raised more questions than it's going to answer. Uh, but down the road, you know, maybe something will leak out, or something will get out, or who, whatever, uh, to find out why the change 
uh, between last Friday afternoon prior to Penn State and Thursday morning to agree to the suspension and move on. Um, I, I do think it's better for the football team. The fact that, okay, it's over. We know what's going on. Jim's not going to be here. We can go ahead and do our business. Plus, he's, he's there with, with them at practice every day. It's not like he's not preparing the team for the game. So he still has a lot of input. The only thing input he doesn't get is from, what, 10 in the morning on uh, 10 in the morning until 4 in the afternoon, Saturday. If I'm Bill Simonson and I was in an award manual or Santa Ono's place as AD or president, the only way I'd do this about face if I also cut a backroom deal with the NCAA that Harbaugh, we're going to do these three games. We self-impose the first three games. That's six out of 12 guys. What else you want for these allegations? We're talking sign, alleged sign stealing, alleged improper purchase of a lunch, alleged COVID-19 practice violations, uh, a few other things. What, what more do you want? This guy did six game suspension. Yeah. And, and again, right. None of these. Yeah, exactly. And, and to me, I know that they call them level one, level two, and level three infractions and all that other stuff, but none of that stuff. And, and to be honest with you, the sign stealing thing is they talk about it being involving the integrity of the game. That's so ridiculous. I'm sorry. I just guys try to do that everywhere. I mean, the integrity of the game, it's like to gain a competitive advantage. I think that's the most ludicrous thing. He said, you know, what's a competitive advantage? If you got Calvin Johnson at 6'5", uh, out wide in a red zone, playing against a 5'10", 185 wide uh, defensive back, and you look at him, that's a competitive advantage. And you know what? Every coach in America would take advantage of that advantage. Sometimes your guys are better than their guys. That's a competitive advantage because you recruited better. And, and, and I get sick and tired of people thinking that you gained, you know, it, it's like Deion Sanders. You know, Out of the mouths of Deion Sanders comes greatness. And the fact that he said earlier in this whole thing, he says, look, you can give him your playbook. You still got to stop him. And, and that's, that's what it comes down to. By seven or eight games into the season, everybody knows what everybody else is going to do anyway. It's, it's, I, 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 they make so much of it. And uh, I, I think it's, it's, it's much ado about nothing. And, and I know they call it a, an offense and it's ruining the integrity of the game and all that. I just, I think it's just we're, we're way we're way out over our skis on this deal. Yeah, when I hear integrity of the game and and the holy righteous people claiming I, that, I think I think way, about name, image, and likeness. I think about great way to put it. The holy righteous. I, I I think about name, image, and likeness, and I'm watching Hunter Dickinson the other night, and the report said upwards of four hundred grand in name, image, and likeness money, which is basically pay to play, and they looked the other way. On all these deals, they, they listed the money some of these players are getting in the country, the top 10. And every dude was over like $3.5 this year. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Pay to play. Uh, you see a few guys doing commercials, right? You'll see yeah. a few. I, I don't see Hunter oh, Dickinson no, earning about, his money. How about, how about the kid from Southern California, Caleb uh, Williams, the guy that is the quarterback? He's doing Wendy's commercials with Matt Leiner. And, and he's doing another one with because uh, it's lucky number thirteen with the Doctor oh, Pepper, yeah. right? And he's doing, yeah, the Nissan. He's doing the Nissan Heisman house, right? Well, then that's cool. But what's Hunter Dickinson doing to earn uh, all that reported money he got that Michigan won match to go play at Kansas? You see him on anything? I don't see him on anything, but I sure see him playing a lot of basketball. So do I, making money, driving, you know, 
Yep. Sweet wheels. Ten years ago, ten years ago, that would have been you know you'd have been on death penalty. Pay to play. Yeah, I would say this unless there is amazing evidence forthcoming from the NCAA, unless there is because they keep saying whether it's Michigan, the Big Ten, and even the NCAA sources told Ross Dellinger last week that there has been no connection to Harbaugh in terms of Connor Stallions uh, and. Six-game suspension for everything. I'm just going with everything that's been alleged. In the hardball, as the head coach, you have to pay a penalty when someone underneath you does something, even if you didn't know about it. That's NCAA rules. It's like the Big Ten sportsmanship rule is there. But, man, you, you, you took a hit of six games in a year where your team is number two in the country. This is unprecedented. And I, I think what – unless there's crazy – and, again, this story, you never know what's coming – Unless there is something real egregious, I think Harbaugh has paid his price, personally. Well, I, I would agree. I, I think that, that they're trying to make it out that the uh, naysayers and the people that are against it are trying to make it out like Jim Harbaugh, some you know master crime guy sitting in a room full of computers you know, and, and doing this stuff and finding ways to make it. I, you know, and that's not it. He's, he's coaching football. He's a, he's a ball coach like Steve Spurrier, you know? He's not. He's not. You know, Goldfinger. Jimmy. You know? Jimmy. I got to tell you a story that in Harbaugh's first year, when I first did the initial interview with him, at the end of the interview, typical Harbaugh spontaneous messaging live on air statewide. He goes, "Hey, how much would you uh, charge me to do my voicemail?" And I'm like, "I go what?" I go. <laughs> I go. He goes for my phone, and I go. Um, how about you send me a script and I'll email it back to you and I won't charge you anything. He goes, okay. So that's like uh, end of July before he went to the submarine. The right. week the week of the Ohio State game, I think it's first year, right? Yeah. Um, that uh, I get an invite out of nowhere uh, that I can come down to Schembechler Hall. I sit in the scout room, which has all the TVs where scouts can watch film on Michigan football players. I'm allowed to do a broadcast where I get access to everybody. Harbaugh was busy, but I got all the assistants, players, everything. It was amazing. Recorded the show before practice. So I'm getting done, and I want to go to Mr. Spots and get a, a Philly sub. I love that place. Philly cheesesteak. Oh, love them. Love them. And uh, so I, I'm, I haven't eaten like in five hours. I'm starving, right? Going to drive back to Grand Rapids and uh, – also, David Abloff, you know him, you know, the oh, you know, yeah. media relations. Yeah, I love David. Yeah, I love David. He goes, hey, a coach wants to say goodbye to you before I leave. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm, I'm starving. Okay, borderline, I'm, I'm, I'm entering hangry land. And right. uh, I, I walk up the stairs at Schembechler Hall from the, the draft room there by the front door. And I right. walk in, and all of a sudden we didn't walk in. Abloff goes, hold on one second. And I think it was Amara Darbo. He's railing somebody about not going for their physical therapy or whatever. And this is like Wednesday of the week, maybe Tuesday, Wednesday of the week. I forget. And so I hear him railing. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go. I tell Abloff, I'm going to go eat. I'll talk to you later. Thanks for everything, buddy. He goes, oh, no, no, he's, he, he wants to see you now. So I walk in to Harbaugh in his office, and it's overlooking you know, the indoor practice facility. And he goes, hey, right. how, how you doing, man? And I go, yeah, I'm doing good. Uh, things are good. He goes, I go, hey, man, thanks for all the access to the players and coaches. They were fantastic. I'll, I'll get David the copies of the interviews, and I appreciate your time on the air. And he goes, I'll say, he says, hey, uh, you got to do that uh, 
you going to record that voicemail for me? And I go, <laughs> okay. I, I go, really? I go, yeah. So, and this is where I'm telling you about Harbaugh being secretive and planning things. So he, he has like two phones in front of him. I assume one's a personal phone. One's probably a recruit uh, phone, has the Michigan yeah. you know, case on it. And he goes, hey, can you do it here? And I go, oh, yeah, you, you, what's your passcode? And he goes, oh, okay. He goes, hold on. And he, uh, so I hand him back the phone. He's just sitting down or standing up, and I'm on the other side of his desk. And he goes, four, 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 hmm. He goes, one, four, one, four, hmm. Oh, oh, four, oh, four, hmm. And then as now he takes his hat off, and he's like, he goes, darn it. And he, uh, so he calls the assistant, you know, someone outside on the phone speaker. He goes, hey. But what's a Michigan recruiting uh, passcode? He goes, I don't know it. And then uh, I'm just standing there, ablos by the door. The football assistant walks in and does it, and he hands it to me. He goes, okay, you ready? Because you need a script? I go, no, I'm good. I go, what do you want in? He goes, how about uh, the epicenter of college football and enthusiasm unknown to mankind? I go, you got it. I go, so I, I, I start. He goes, you know how to work? I go, yeah, I know how to record uh, the voicemail. So I start, I go, Hi, everybody. You've reached the epicenter of college. I do it. And I get done, and Harbaugh's holding up two fingers. He goes, man, that was so close to being perfect. <laughs> and I go, I go, what do you mean? He goes, I think he can do better. And I go, what? And I'm, now I'm, I'm, I'm ready to tell him where to stick it. So yeah. I go, well, let's do it again. So now I'm doing another one. Welcome to the epicenter of college football with enthusiasm unknown to mankind. And I flub on the next word, whatever it was. He goes, man, that was sounding good. And I'm going. <laughs> and then he's finally, coaching I, you. he's coaching you up. No, he's, he's pushing me to see what, uh, I, if I'm going to throw the phone against the wall. And then, uh, so I do the third one and it works. And I go, hey, man, I got to go. And he goes, yeah, he goes. I appreciate that. And he goes, uh, hey, I'm going to do something big for recruiting on my first signing day, full signing day. And I, I, want, you, I want you to be the voice of it. And I go, I go yeah, let David know. Uh, give me a date. If I don't have anything on my calendar, I'll come down. He goes, well, how much would you charge us? I go, uh, how, how about I just do it for free? And uh, thank you for the interviews. And it's a start of a relationship. He goes, Okay. He goes, we'll be in touch. And then, yeah, and then I did the voice stuff for what the first two, or the only two, signing of the yeah, stars. The only yeah, two, the only two. Uh, yeah, those, uh, yeah, but my point was, my, my point was, the guy couldn't open up his own phone, so I don't think he has some elaborate plan no, with Connor Stone. Like it doesn't sound like a mastermind criminal no. mind, does it? No, it doesn't. No, but, 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 that's, but that's what they're trying to make it out to be. And, and, I, and I, you and I both know him well enough to know that, you know, I mean, here's a guy who stops in the wintertime and helps an Ann Arbor police officer move a downed tree out of, the, out of a street that's rainy and sleety. That's him. He's, just, he's not this, this criminal mastermind people are trying to make him out to be. And I, and I, it is what it is. We, we have a lot of questions regarding this, this, this deal that was struck today. I get all that. But... but Let's get back to normal and, and let's watch football. He has assembled an outstanding football team with great talent and great kids, and they're playing at an extremely high level. Let's not forget that, and, and let's not forget what those kids have accomplished this year and could accomplish going forward. How about, I'm not worried about the Maryland game if I'm a Michigan fan, but the Ohio State game with no Harbaugh there. It really is interesting, something that – 
uh, Clayton Safey said earlier from the Wolverine.com. Can you imagine if Sharon Moore beats Ryan Day and Michigan records her third straight win over Ohio State and keeps the Buckeyes away from the Big Ten championship game and a shot at another trophy that Michigan has won the last two years? That That's a nice sidebar potential storyline. But the reality is, Jim, knowing you're not going to have Jim Harbaugh for the next two weeks, not just before kickoff like last week against Penn State. What effect do you think that will have on the Michigan football team, the players? I don't know. I, I don't think much. The only thing I was concerned with, and I noticed in the Penn State game, the game management was a little bit lax. There were some timeout situations going on that I, I, you know, I wasn't real happy with. But I think that's one of those things that you learn as you go. Uh, it didn't cost them against Penn State, but that's something that you sit there and you talk to Sharon and, and the other guys about, you know, in regards to getting plays in on time so J.J. doesn't have to call timeouts and you don't have to use those timeouts, uh, I think that can be corrected. Um, but, again, I, I, I think that Jim has the Monday through Friday. It's it's not like he's in. The only thing is he's not there on Saturdays. And that's that, that's that's hard to quantify what what his, him missing. It's not like he's – it's not like remember we talked a little bit about when Bo was not on the sideline for the Rose Bowl. He was sick. He was he had had a heart attack, and that's that's a different dynamic than, than being with the guys all week and knowing he's watching, he's there, and everything else. That this is a situation beyond his control. That you can, I think, I think they'll be okay. I mean, it, you just don't know, um, and you won't know until you get into the middle of the situation. But, but I personally think it'll be okay. I think they learned some things. In the Penn State game, in regards to game management, maybe take a couple of things off Sharon's table in that game uh, as the head coach, and what what you you know what that those duties are, and 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 so you you don't have some of those miscommunications regarding timeouts and things like that, game management type things, and um, and kind of come through it clean. And this will be another opportunity against Maryland because you're on the road again. It's different on the road than it, than it is at home. Jim Brandstad, our former voice of Michigan football, getting his thoughts on the shocking turn of events this afternoon that the University of Michigan and Jim Harbaugh have agreed to serve the full three-game suspension that the Big Ten ordered. The court hearing has been canceled tomorrow. The Big Ten ends their investigation. No more they can do to Harbaugh uh, pending their own investigation. There is that wording after the NCAA investigation, but... I don't know when the deal struck if everything is completely uh, gone, but very interesting. Appreciate your opinion on it, Jimmy. Enjoy that Maryland game Saturday. Hey, I will. It's always a pleasure talking with you, Bill. You take care. All right, Jim Brandstad, our former voice of Michigan football, checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Speaking of the game, without Harbaugh now on the Michigan sidelines, still one of the hottest tickets ever in this state. How would you like to win a pair of tickets courtesy of the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. They're throwing a huge tailgate bash where I'll be at on Saturday, 9 a.m. until noon, right across from the big house. They'll have beverages, food for sale. You have to be 21 and up, and also 21 and up, to text TAILGATE to 21,000. Text TAILGATE to 21,000. You're 21 and up. You'll be in the drawing for a pair of Michigan-Ohio State tickets. I'll announce the winner. On Friday, November 24th, when I'm live 
from that tailgate location right across from the big house getting set for that huge party before Michigan-Ohio State with the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort. Just text TAILGATE to 21,000. 21 and up, one entry per person. Share it with your friends, coworkers, and family. Text TAILGATE to 21,000, and you could win a pair of tickets, courtesy of the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort, to see Michigan and Ohio State a week from Saturday. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. 11 weeks in the books of the college football season is rounding the final turn with a race to the finish line like the Kentucky Derby. However, that race is somewhat over for three schools. The NCAA postseason waiver requests for James Madison, Jacksonville State, and Tarleton State were rejected yesterday. James Madison, yes, the same Dukes who beat Michigan State in hoops are a perfect 10-0 in football, leading the Sunbelt Conference and ranked 18th in the Associated Press Top 25. They're not eligible because they're new to the FBS. Now, there's a lot of outrage over this, but had the NCAA done this prior to the start of the season, that's fine. Doing it in late November, well, you can't just make stuff up as you go along. Just look at how that's working out right now for the Big Ten. Imagine being perfect in your regular season and not even being able to play in your conference championship game. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he is a managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. And with the merger, there is growth and a chance for you to fill an executive or other high-level finance-related roles, either at Bean Garter here in downtown Grand Rapids or over at the Dorn Mayhew World Headquarters in Troy or at any of their offices across the country and around the world. They have a national specialized talent pool with ideal candidates for long-term placement, ongoing support for post-placement success. So if you're looking for that next chapter in your professional career, talk to Josh Garvey and the team at Bean Garter. Easiest way, you can call Bean Garter, ask for Josh Garvey, or go to their website, B-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com, or look for Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, on Facebook and on Twitter. Save on Thanksgiving in one stop at Meyer. Get a Meyer Grade A frozen turkey, 59 cents per pound, limit one, plus all the potatoes, stuffing, and tasty pies you could want. And preview Black Friday deals in the Meyer app. Deals so good, you just gotta celebrate. Get Thanksgiving in one stop and shop holiday deals this week at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. 
Breaking news this afternoon in a shocking turn of events. Jim Harbaugh and Michigan have accepted the full three-game suspension. Harbaugh won't be coaching at Maryland Saturday and at home a week from Saturday against Ohio State. Michigan in their statement did say that there is no connection of Jim Harbaugh as of yet to Connor Stallions and the illegal sign stealing. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com did join us and said that there was a sudden shift in support for Harbaugh publicly behind closed doors from yesterday, last night, through this morning. But if it was something egregious or new evidence, Michigan would have suspended Harbaugh. Not just for these next two games, which fulfilled a three-game suspension. The Big Ten did end their investigation. That was part of the deal. NCAA investigation still ongoing. David Gregory is a lawyer by trade, also a certified NFLPA sports agent. He is part of Bull Rush Sports. They're an agency and agents based uh, in West Michigan. Follow them on Twitter, and he's been joining us in studio and on the phone following this Harbaugh story. And David, how surprised were you that a settlement was reached? Well, I was completely shocked, Bill. I I spent about half an hour today on uh, posting my uh, my legal opinion, my analysis that I'd done on your show about why I thought Michigan was going to win in the hearing on Friday, and Harbaugh was going to win. And then I guess uh, I guess the lawyers took a look at it and they disagreed with me. Yeah, and Chris Ballas joined us earlier, as I just was mentioning before we went to you, David. That uh, support changed. He he doesn't have any reasons why yet, but the NCAA investigators have been up in. Mount Pleasant, Ann Arbor, uh, you, you start to think, well, gosh, if it was something close to Harbaugh, like assistant coaches knowing or him involved, that uh, this would have been already blown up by all these sources and leaks out there. It's just interesting. My, the flip side on the positive on this, that the Big Ten stops their investigation, and what if they cut a side deal behind closed doors with the NCAA on what punishment could be with Harbaugh not connected yet to this story, that this year he will have served now half the season suspended, which is unprecedented in season for a college football coach, especially of the number two team in D1 football. Yeah, I mean, that's that's always a possibility. And I, I think Chris Bayoff has great, great sources and he has a great pulse on what's happening at, at, at the University of Michigan. I, I feel as though a side deal with the NCAA seems a little bit unlikely, but you know everything seems unlikely in this case, uh, just given the history of uh, the bitterness in particular between Harbaugh and the NCAA. But uh, I will say it is a shocking about face because when you really look at the statements that Santa Ono made, U of M president, in his letter to the Big Ten, what Ward Manuel said after the suspension, which called it unethical, insulting, and uh, coaches ought to be worried about the new standard of judgment in the Big Ten. Uh, you know, I guess kind of guilty before you know, guilty before proven innocent was what he was kind of getting to. And then the U of M regents talking about leaving the Big Ten. I mean, this is a huge about face from those statements from just a few days ago. So if you're in a room. And you have the eve of the hearing. You're one of the lawyers. Hypothetically speaking, all speculation here, David, 
what would it take when everyone had lined up and we're going to fight this tooth and nail and we got the hearing and we tried to get the judge to sign off on the temporary restraining order? What could be delivered that would make you say we need to cut a deal? Well, I think I think if the deal was good enough, uh, you know, if it was if it was a deal uh, along the lines of, look, if we do this, there's not going to be any more penalties. But I, I just simply doubt that that's the case. Uh, just given the again the bitterness and the uh, that exists between the NCAA and Harbaugh, but um, I, I'm not sure what would cause me to cause me to to advise to settle at this point because you're so far out there publicly, not just the lawyers making strong statements, that's what lawyers do, but the president, the board of regents, the athletic director, essentially uh, just saying they're aggrieved and outraged uh, that they, the suspension would even be considered. And now we're just going to serve it out. Yeah, something strange happened. And like Ballas said, uh, support for standing with Harbaugh waned behind the scenes to a point that made them look at a settlement. And Harbaugh talked about you know, the focus on the team, not him, that, okay, you walk into a courtroom, you hammer the Big Ten, they're upset, they go to appeals court, this keeps going. Uh, Harbaugh's coaching, they don't want to risk games where, again, NCAA is still investigating, this isn't over with them, but it just on, on how much venom was there to have a deal all of a sudden, it, it seems like a crazy divorce custody settlement, it really does. Well, yeah, it's uh, again, it's it had so many dramatic turns and twists, and I, I think there's probably going to be a few more. Uh, and I guess what I would have said as a lawyer to U of M would be, I mean, because their leadership really got out there on this issue. I mean, uh, Chris Ballas talked about it on your show that this isn't your father's U of M that that is stately and gentlemanly and and uh, you know doesn't uh, you know doesn't fight the NCAA. I mean. They were going at a hammer and tong and, and, and denouncing the NCAA, denouncing the Big Ten. Um, so that's what makes it so odd, that they were so far out there uh, from the leadership on down. So clearly something has changed, uh, whether that involves Harbaugh or a side deal or some other development. Presumably, we'll find out. David Gregory, he is a lawyer by trade, sports agent, NFL PA certified with Bull Rush Sports Management, uh, he is based in the West Michigan area, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line, one of our sports and legal advisors, uh, checking in on the about-face total spin away from where this was going. No court hearing tomorrow. Big Ten will stop their investigation. That's complete. Hardball will serve uh, the three-game suspension. The NCAA investigation uh, continues. Uh, David, appreciate the update. Thanks, Hugh, and I'm sure we'll talk again. Yeah, who knows where this story is going. I, I had just said in my opening segment today, David, one final thought before I let you go. I'm like, you know, it's good that things have quieted down, and I just am ready, hopefully, this hearing tomorrow for the Harbaugh story to end. And boom, within five <laughs> minutes. Not even it's five minutes. Gift that keeps, give, keeps on giving. But, uh, you know, hey, it's, um, it, it should be an interesting uh, rest of the season. All right, buddy. Thank you so much. Huge. All right, David Gregory, certified NFLPA sports agent, part of Bull Rush Sports. Follow Bull Rush Sports on Twitter. We do have one final segment straight ahead. 
from Petoskey to Detroit. This show is huge. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks Checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 Money Pass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Friday, December 1st at Soaring Eagle Casino. Single record of the year is Better Man. Special guest Josh Grayson. Tickets start at $40. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Clint Black and Josh Grayson. Friday, December 1st at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Earn bonus points with M-Perks at Meyer for just one more way to save this holiday season. Shop groceries, apparel, gifts, and more, and earn points on it all. And right now, earn two times the points for every dollar you spend on select Meyer brand food. Earn points every time you shop and redeem them anytime you want. Make Meyer your one-stop shop for everything you need this holiday season. And with M-Perks, you'll save even more. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade, this special limited edition can cocktails available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft distillery you're listening to the huge show on the michigan sports network Final segment on a Bean Garter Thursday. If you were looking for our conversation with Lomas Brown on the Lions Chargers, Lions Bears on Sunday, along with Josh Garvey, the managing shareholder for Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, the GR office. That will be tomorrow during the 5 p.m. hour. We had the breaking news earlier during the show that in a shocking move that nobody saw coming, Harbaugh and Michigan settled with the Big Ten. The investigation ends by the Big Ten, and Jim Harbaugh will serve the full three-game suspension and won't be coaching this Saturday at Maryland or a week from Saturday against Ohio State at the Big House. More on this story at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Tomorrow's broadcast uh, will bring you the latest at 3 o'clock on these Michigan Sports Network stations. And if you want to win, a chance to win, a pair of tickets 
to Ohio State, Michigan at the Big House, courtesy of the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, and you're 21 and up. Just text TAILGATE to 21000. That's TAILGATE to 21000. Big. Bad. Huge.